It's more exciting than live podcasts. <laughs> We're going live in five, four, three, two. Now you're not going to have any pre-taped segments on this, are you? <laughs> well, we did, but the computer's gone down. We have no generator. Hi. Welcome to Homer Call of Shame. Welcome indeed, and welcome to you, our listeners, and also to Brian Finley, our return guest. Hello. A round of applause. I am, I am so happy to be here. Thank you. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Brian. Happy holidays. <laughs> Yeah, um, Brian's back, and we watched The Road to Christmas. Brian's Ooh, second Hallmark movie in his life. Road to Christmas. Yeah. Road, yeah. Road something. to Christmas? Yeah. Just Road to Christmas. Just Road to Christmas. Road it. No the at we the beginning. Yeah. Traveled it, and here we are. Which is interesting, because on the maps, they showed nary a road. <laughs> yeah. It was just a little tiny car they driving through some flights. Doing yeah. lots of, like, three-point turns out of Denver. Those, <laughs> the entire state needed three-point Those animations turn. were... I loved them. Adorable. So whimsical. <laughs> loved it. Just it was beautiful. Pull up next to the only <laughs> barn in Vermont. <laughs> <laughs> Loving the graphic design. Here we are. Um, I loved this movie. It was a real fun romp. It was so good. So we should, we should, I always want to jump right in, but we have to remember to do a 30 second recap for our listeners. Yep. Brian, would you like to give the 30 second recap? Yep. Tell me when you start timing. Okay, <laughs> on your mark. Really jumped in. Get set and go. Maggie Baker is uh, sort of a producer of a television program series for uh, Julie we- Julia Julia Wise, and uh, she is just uh, she's got five days until the big uh, big Christmas show, and it's December twentieth, and the big show is on December twenty fifth. That's a live show. And oh my gosh. Uh, what's her name? Julia's son has come in town and he's going to have to help tape the production. But what's more exciting than live television? And now he's going to put segments into it? Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, that was really great. And then he has some brothers. <laughs> Side note, there are brothers. Side note. <laughs> I think you hit the major points. <laughs> like the anxiety that you started experiencing at the end of that was so fun you to were watch. Giving me a countdown, so, it was stressful. I'm I would so have liked sorry. one minute. I think at one minute yeah, I could have. I I think this movie calls for one minute, which <laughs> is part of its merit. Ugh, as a more complex tale. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so the There's parts some- we left out were that. Th- uh, during that road trip to get those segments for the live special, Maggie decided to try to collect the sons of the host of the show secretly mm-hmm. to surprise her with her three sons. The three wise, wise men, men, if you will. It's cute. Yeah. Yeah, Julia Wise is like a Martha Stewart type. Mm-hmm. Um, and she doesn't ever spend Christmas with her, with her sons. She's always working. 
uh, it sounded like she really threw herself into the work after the loss of her husband. So it seems like maybe they had done more Christmas stuff seven years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Unclear <laughs> when the dad died. But yeah, I would say yeah. about seven years ago. Um, yeah. It, yeah. That's one thing I liked about this is that, like, one of the main conflicts of the movie was, like, a family figuring out their communication problems. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it wasn't all the romantic story. It was yeah. also, like, there's a lot going on. And also how they handle grief. Yeah. And they didn't dive into it in a way that I think would be, like, earth-shattering for someone who had also experienced grief. But it was still, like, an undercurrent in the story. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is... Also, though, people are able to easily drop plans, I suppose. I think that's what got to me. Wait, you think in this movie it showed that they were able to? No, well, it's just everyone, like, first of all, she's supposed to be this great producer of this show, but she has real no plan, like, really no set plan. And and this is supposed to be some Martha Stewart type Mm -hmm. who would be like... What's the deal with this yeah. show? I need to know what's going on. Well, she has a script. I think. Wouldn't I think she, she want to see like what's going to be going on? Yeah, but I feel like she had a plan, and then the the network exec was like, "We don't want it to be fully live." So then they were changing the plan, and then it became less. It became <laughs> less known at that point. It was like I feel like she originally had a plan. I feel like Maggie was like, it's December 20th. Uh, let's just go to some random towns yeah. and shoot some footage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah that plan, not that great. She was like, I fully trust whatever her assistant's name was. She's like, I fully trust uh-huh. her to go to Vermont and start the rehearsals, and I'll go on this random road trip to get pre taped segments. It's like, no, the. <laughs> The top producer would stay with the host oh. on the main set and like send yeah the send yeah. a younger producer or like a subordinate yeah. producer to do pre tapes. Yeah, because yeah. they could send them too, like just yeah. through a quick you know yeah. email or download Dropbox. <laughs> And yeah. for as much as she talks in this movie about how like she's worked so hard to get here. Um, and, like, she feels threatened by Chad Michael Murray showing up. And, like, it's like, but if that were the case, like, you wouldn't want to leave the ship like that. Like, uh-huh. you would want to stick with the show, I think. She has an interesting relationship with her work. Like, I think that she could really use some therapy in this <laughs> arena of her life. Um, first off, it's the job she got right out of college. Yeah. Which is very interesting. She just, like, lands this whatever role she had at the beginning and now has worked her way up within five years to being a producer. At the very beginning of this, we have a scene where there are, like, five women all talking about what a great job she's doing and has great ideas. And she's like, no, it's your idea. It's your idea. And she's never taking ownership of the idea. Yeah. Um, Until... Suddenly they want to change the idea, and then she's like super yeah. protective, heels in the sand, this is my idea. It, it was a weird way to discuss it from the beginning, 
you never knew how how invested she was in anything until it was suddenly being taken away, which I think is a red flag <laughs> for how she's holding on to it. I found, yeah. I found it a little dangling and like, wait, what is going to be the plot line here? Like, yes, you meet Chad Michael Murray, you meet her, mm-hmm. um, but... I was like, what's the conflict, really? I didn't, I didn't see it initially, what it was going to be. She, like, they didn't have what the usual, like, no, I'm into my job, I can't have this time. But it was, I don't know. It seemed, I couldn't, I found it meandering at the start. Yeah, and I think that's part of, like, what I was saying earlier, where it's like, you, you think the conflict is going to be between her and Chad, and it sort of is. Like, they do squabble at the beginning. But they start working together pretty well pretty early on. And so then the main engine is, like, yeah, whether or not they're going to get the brothers to come. And also just, like, getting to Vermont. Which is really how I prefer it. Yeah. I prefer the conflict to be outside of them. Yeah. And they're working together on it. Just because I think, obviously, especially if you watch every Hallmark movie, you see it every single week. <laughs> Just like right. two people who are not getting along who will obviously be in love by the end of the movie. No, I can... So it's like... I agree. Yeah, just go ahead and make the eyes at each other and have the plot be about something else. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I think it's just the uh, the brothers didn't... Like, the one brother barely said anything, so it was hard for me to care that much about him. Like, to, like oh, Derek is he or going- David? The, the second, second one? one. The Derek. second one we meet. The pet one. Derek. The last one. Yeah. yeah. Because oh, it's just like, David. oh, great, he showed up. But it's not like, oh, what's <laughs> his, like, like, why is it so hard to get him there? I get it. There's the kittens. But... Well, there's a, there's a lot <laughs> there to unpack. <laughs> there's a lot there to unpack in that third story. <laughs> but it's not touched upon, <laughs> they, is it? Which I think Hallmark is scared of. Because, all right, so <laughs> something I was excited theory. about was one of our listeners, Alec, hello, had said that there was an LGBTQ story line in this show. And I was like, awesome! That's huge for Hallmark. Um, so, which is why I asked Brian to come back as, as a voice within that community. Um, and it's really skipped over if it's there, uh-huh. but it, it does feel like it's there. It does feel like this is a couple who's running this animal shelter. Yeah. Right? It sort of felt like it, but it may not be, too. It could just, like... (laughs) Right. They do show a clip of him when, like, the whole family's together at the Wise Family Christmas, and they do just show (laughs) the other guy alone with a cat. I mean... Right. Which... I would love to be that guy. I would hope that he would come with his partner. That would have then been like, oh, cool. I think it was literally, like... The care and keeping of the animals <laughs> meant that one of them had to be there. Like, <laughs> yeah, and and they didn't touch on like if there was any like disharmony in the family around their relationship or anything, which was yeah. <laughs> good. Yeah, but um, I also feel like maybe Hallmark is like we can't be <laughs> super open about yeah, this. Yeah, it was a test balloon yeah. for sure. <laughs> Keep going, Hallmark. Yeah. Keep going. It works. Well, <laughs> we're not mad. I thought originally, I thought the brother who works at like the ski lodge place 
Mm-hmm. If that's what it was, wherever the snowman relay was. Yeah. yeah. I thought he was gay. And that because he was like, he kept bringing up this other guy who hasn't come around for Christmas or something. Or like, right. you have to see. And so I was like, uh, oh, this is the storyline you were talking about. I feel like I had but that. But then it was the that, brother. Yeah. Because yeah, when Chad was like, I know you spend Christmas with David. Yes. I thought it was like, oh, David's his boyfriend. Yeah. David's just the other brother. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Hmm. And because I was excited about the storyline, I, at the very beginning, was like, oh, those two assistants are going to get together. <laughs> like, I, I was looking for it. Everybody's gay. <laughs> um, we want it, Hallmark. <laughs> we want that story. Um, yeah. And I thought, well, I liked all the brothers. I thought, I love, like, I loved the brothers. I would love to hang yeah. out with those three dudes. I love how they were just, like, really in love with each other. Uh-huh. I have a soft spot for brothers who love each other. Like, <laughs> in all great. in all fiction and film and television, that is my the way to my heart. Um, but they were, like, and they were so supportive of each other. And they clearly had gone through a lot after the death of their dad and had, like, been there for each other. And also, like, each had individual ways that they dealt with it. And they were all, like, sort of giving each other that. It was great. I just loved all of them. Yeah. Yeah, and they weren't estranged from each other. No. They were just like, at Christmas, we don't hang out. So that was also why I didn't, like, sure, I'm glad they got together this Christmas. But that was why I don't think I felt as much of emotional weight of, like, oh, they've all got to reconcile. Well, and this is the thing with a lot of Hallmark movies where it's, like, if there is some storyline like that, it's not going to be anything too dark. Yeah. Like, yeah. that family's never going to be like, we haven't spoken since the funeral. That's a lifetime it's, movie. <laughs> yeah. Right. But it's very like, <clears throat> yeah, she buried herself in her work. And so we just did Christmas on our own. And we've kind of just never talked about it. And it's like, she's secretly sad about it. We secretly feel weird about it. They just haven't talked. And I was just like, yeah, that seems like a problem you can fix in one Christmas. So let's do it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, They're on. They're on it. It sort of got Family Stone vibes. Maybe that's why I loved this movie. Because I love Family Stone. Stone. One of the best Christmas movies. I feel I tried watching it once and I didn't really like it. Brian! But I didn't watch the whole thing. Maybe it's... Oh, yeah. You have to get to the end. You have to get to the end. Love a family stone. Oh, no. We'll see. We'll see. Um, This movie did start with that opening scene of all the women talking about work and therefore passing the... Bechdel test. Bechdel test. Which I told... Yeah, you taught me. I taught Brian what that was on his podcast. That's right. Really? Yeah. But then there were... I mean, yes, so I guess overall the movie does pass the test, but then there would be scenes between the two sisters where the only topic of conversation was Chad Michael Murray. Exactly. Which, to be fair, although if he was in my life, that's all I would talk about with my sisters. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. But, like, she did... I was just saying to you... They did talk about her job, though, one time. Yeah, no, yes. She was like, I've been working for this for years, and now I feel like it's being taken away. Yeah. It was just that last conversation, though. She's calling on Christmas, and it was not, like... 
She wasn't really like how's I know, I mean, we don't care how her sister's life is really. <laughs> you're right. But you're she right. wasn't like, Oh, what's going on with like my nieces and nephews or like some or like what's yeah. going on with mom and like it was just right. like, Oh, we've gotta talk. I don't know. I'm just like I'm being harsh on the movie when like if it went into that we'd be like, Why are you telling us about yeah, this? I so don't care about really it. they couldn't win. Katie and her high school kids. <laughs> <laughs> she is a high school teacher, we learned that fact. She had great hair effect. Yeah. Oh. And she was stoked to be on TV. That was a fun moment. (laughs) Okay, so it's funny that... So you said that the last movie you were here for was Frozen in Love, which took place at a bookstore. um, Because I do have one book-related gripe about this movie. (laughs) I don't even remember a book in this movie. It was the very beginning. Um, Julia, I guess, was giving out, like, signed copies of her cookbook to the staff mm-hmm. but she came up and gave one <clears throat> did she give it to katie is that one, even her maggie name? maggie <laughs> i think she, she did she handed somebody a signed copy of the book and they opened it and read the inscription and it was signed on the wrong page uh it was yeah, signed on the end thing. papers Uh-oh. that is not where you sign a book have you so, been to a lot of book signings Yes. Yeah. I used okay. to be an events coordinator at a bookstore. So then, I've witnessed <laughs> nary thousands of books being signed, <laughs> and that's not where you sign in. So I was thought that was sloppy. You, and I was like, you just got to get one. And even in, a, even in a movie about a road trip and live television, you're like, how can we make Janet mad? How can we mess up the book industry somehow? Do you think, but what if it's possible that the publisher had messed up the book and didn't have those pages? So, like, it's really... Brian, whose side are you on? Oh, I'm just saying, maybe they did what they could. (laughs) Maybe they did what they could with this fake book. (laughs) Um, I also really liked, in the beginning, when Maggie's talking to her parents, and they're establishing that, like, Maggie is close to her parents, and they're all (laughs) really lovely. Um, And that her parents like, you know, we are so proud of you, and, like, we understand why you have to work on Christmas. And then her dad goes... We tell everyone what ever we tell everyone that asks what you're doing, as if like that's how proud we are of you. And it's like, well, if they're asking, I would think. What would you say? No, I'm not telling because we're not that proud. It's not that impressive. So go away. It's like they're lying. Like, oh, we, we tell everyone what you're doing when they ask. It's like, yeah. Why don't they just make the line? We tell everyone about it. Instead of like, we tell everyone that asks what you're doing. When people ask what Katie's doing, we change the subject. Did the parents need to both be on the phone at the same time like that? Because that doesn't work. I FaceTimed with my parents today. Mm-hmm. And you're right, it doesn't work. No, this. <laughs> oh, yeah. This no. thing. No, no, you can have are, them both on. Where's better the FaceTime? <laughs> like, I know when I've talked to my parents on the phone, like, if I call our, like, house phone, say, like, my dad is, like, in one room, my mom's in the other. They might both pick up a phone. Yeah. But they have never held a phone next to each no, other. That's, no, that does not work. That is ridiculous. On the phone, though, this, or on FaceTime this morning, um, there was this moment of, like, who have my parents become? They're definitely puppets voiced by Jim Henson. Because <laughs> wow. <laughs> my dad at one point was like, show her outside. There's a boat. And my mother's response was, she wants to see your cute face. <laughs> like, I'm just sitting here enjoying the show. <laughs> Amazing. See, I feel like anytime 
I'm talking about both my parents at once, it's because I have like upsetting news. So anytime <laughs> I'm like, because I usually talk to them one after the other. Uh-huh. So I'm like, can you, can you have mom get on the other yeah. phone? They're like, oh no. <laughs> and then they're like, Connie, Connie, she wants us both. She wants us both. And then they're like, oh shit. You should just I'm start like, giving some good news that way. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't have any good news. Um, <laughs> I feel like I, I baked a pie. <laughs> I baked a pie. If the random coming home average for Christmas. <laughs> right. um, although they, to me, my mom will frequently text me, just be like, call me ASAP, oh, which freaks I? me out. And no. then it's just like, um, do you have, do you know what Jen's favorite color of sweater <laughs> is? I'm just like, oh. ASAP. Like, I just had a heart attack. Anyway. <laughs> it's scary, like, when you get a phone call from your parents and, like, if you see they called and you have, like, five missed calls. I don't know if that's ever happened mm-hmm. to you, but it yeah. has. And it was just my dad is never the one that calls. My mom always does, really. And so my dad just decided when he calls, I should be answering right away, I guess. So he just kept calling, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, first what of all, could Brian possibly be doing? First of all, my dad's phone is calling. Yeah. Secondly, like, he's called five times. Oh. Yeah. That would be scary terrifying. Stuff. It's scary Get stuff. Get it together, parents. Come Stop on. Stop scaring your they children. They want to see your cute face. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's, oh, that is man. exactly the pair you would think I would come from. So, <laughs> look at the boat. Look at your cute face. That's, of course, they made me. <laughs> of course. So, Maggie and Chad Michael Murray, whose name is Danny, but oh. who cares? Get in a car in Los Angeles. Well, no, they fly to Denver. Rent a car there. Visit a very adorable Christmas tree farm. Mm -hmm. I loved the owners of that Christmas tree farm. They were stellar. Loved them. I feel like they are married and they do own a Christmas tree farm. I hope so. (laughs) And way to go supporting Black-owned business. Also, we had eight People who were not white with speaking roles in this film. Oh my gosh. Way to go, Hallmark! I would like to say uh, when they interviewed that couple about Mm -hmm. their Christmas tree farm, she's like, oh, he gets like one role and, or he does one show in the like community's music man and he's, wants to be, and I'm like, I would have preferred to see him doing the music man than watching this. (laughs) That would have I would have loved a flashback like, to him at the music man. Do you think actually. he's Harold Hill? Like, I mean, I would sign up to watch him because he was enjoyable. Yeah. And I, I was like, oh, so I like the music much. man. And he was like, I was very good. <laughs> he was. And it wouldn't, they wouldn't have needed it at all to do a flashback, but you're right. I would have loved every second Just of go it. Go back to him yeah. and say, we've got trouble. Right here in River City. Oh, we have trouble. Uh, you could have just broken into a song there in the True. Yeah. That would have been so fun, too. Gosh, Especially when uh, they cut the tree down. Yeah. And then she was like, oh, we didn't need it actually cut. And, and then he was like, like oh, you cut it, you buy trouble. it. You yeah. like, oh, we got trouble. <laughs> yeah, it is. We got trouble. That would have been so with, fun. That's trouble with a capital T, which rhymes with tree, which stands for Christmas. <laughs> you just bought <laughs> For Christmas tree, <laughs> but he's he's you know he's a good business owner because he wasn't gonna just let them cut the tree and not no. buy it. He was like he no, cut it down and then made them pay it. for it. This is loved a, it. What is it? 
Oh, I forget. I'm not going to try to remember a business word. Sunk cost? That's not it. <laughs> I do like... Take your time. We've got plenty. Is this it... fun? Is this cool? <laughs> when it came to those Christmas tree farms also, and this was before we get to the Christmas tree farm, the one assistant brings over a file of all the Christmas tree farms. I loved how hard you laughed at that. Because, come on, don't you think she just got some links and then was like... Could have just, like, emailed them over, sent a right. quick instant message. But she's like, no. I need to I've put these printed in these out. folders. I'm going to bring them over. I get it. I get why. But couldn't she have also just said, like, hey, I sent you those links. Did you check out the... Yeah. Anyway. I, I'm too critical of these I, things. I, I this don't this. matter. In the last month or two, I've turned a real binder leaf in my life. Like... I'm just real big on printing things out and putting these in binders. That's all I do. At work. What? That makes so me really happy. When I was like, yeah, I was like, I would have printed that out. Yeah, I and I found it depends on the person you're presenting the information to. Some and people like links, and some people need them printed out and highlighted. Anything, Maggie? I, I bet I bet she's kind of at work. Like, look. I want if this it's not highlighted, out. I'm not reading it. Yeah, you're right. I don't have time to go through the website. Printed on pine-scented stationery. <laughs> I want to feel it. Got it. <laughs> um, but I did love how much it made you laugh. Mm-hmm. I laughed. <laughs> Do not worry. Why are these links? <laughs> um, uh, when they were leaving the Christmas tree farm... Um, Chad Michael Murray has this moment where he's like, you, you're throwing in stories about these two sweet old people, but he says it, these two old sweet people, (laughs) (laughs) like, which is such a bizarre phrasing of that sentence to me. It should be two sweet old people. Yeah. But two old sweet people. Two old sweet people. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sweet like, <laughs> two old sweet people they taste like candy it really cracked me up it's cute I was it's like cute. you flip that and that's funny sounding that was when the ice started to thaw between those two mm-hmm. yeah but they still kept some sass they're sassy people in that Jack Michael Murray is just like he's all sass so he, he oh, delivers no. it very naturally though yeah which, okay, I never watched One Tree Hill, and I am now curious as to what he was like in that. Because everything that I've heard about it just makes it sound like he was very melodramatic and, like, always just squinty. <laughs> so I don't think he was fun like this in One Tree Hill. No. I haven't... I didn't watch, like, a lot, but I've seen it, and it was... More melodramatic. Yeah. Yes. He's, so I'm like, he's much better in One Christmas Tree Hill. That's How'd we do on that one, guys? Hit? Nope. Okay. Keep going, Janet. Keep going. Fast, fast. Go. So, but I, like, so now, because he was in a movie that we watched um, earlier this year with Minka Kelly with the turtles. Minka Kelly? Yeah. I don't know who that From is. From Friday Night Lights. From Friday Night Lights. She oh, was like Lila Garrity. Yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I remember it. Andy McDowell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yes. They like, it's like the Both beach end. house. And it's like maybe... It was great. And he was so good in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember at that point being like, oh, interesting. <laughs> I've never thought that I liked him. But also, he did when he was in that movie, he did something that cracked us both up. And he did it again in this movie. 
um, where in the beach house, he and Megan Kelly were or he, talking about how they had dated in high school. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, we dated one summer. And he goes, ah, da, 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 two summers. And it was so <laughs> cute. And he did it in this movie as well. I love and that I was you just like, the exact <laughs> moment that he did that. <laughs> Of course they do. I love it. Um, but I was like, is this his new, like, cool niche? Like, he's just like a fun, laid-back guy in Hallmark movies? I'm into it. Yeah, he yeah, used I to can. do squinty eyes and be angsty. Yeah, like, like angsty on Gilmore, uh, angsty on One Tree Hill. He was on Gilmore Girls? Yeah. Oh, Early seasons, I yeah. I he will... left to go do One Tree Hill. There That's is an amazing. amazing scene from One Tree Hill. If you're ever bored, Wait, just okay. look up. Is it, is it you... the dog? Yes. <laughs> Dog eats hearts. I watched what? that the oh my other gosh. day. It is amazing. <laughs> Dog eats hearts. Listen to what happens. I'll just like tell you real quick. Okay. It it goes a little <laughs> off track, but here's what happens. People come into like a hospital waiting room and they've got a cooler that has an organ in it. The organ happens to be a heart. Okay. A person, I think I see where this is going. A person trips. Because it's because there's like they're a, bringing it into the hospital to for a transplant. For a transplant. Right. The person carrying Chad the cooler. Chad Michael Murray's dad? Yes, uh, to, uh, it's like Paul Johansson is the guy who plays him. Uh, yeah. No, he's he's about to receive a heart transplant. Yes. Okay. But, he's, and, but he's also sitting in the waiting room and yeah, not like just in the like, hospital and he's about to get this heart oh that's in the cooler. Oh my gosh. So it falls out. Now there's, I think there's might be like a blind man in the waiting room too who has a seeing eye dog. <gasps> seeing eye dog then sees the heart, goes for it, eats it. Uh, Paul Johansson is like making the sad face like my heart just got eaten. (gasps) Chad Michael Murray then looks at Paul Johansson and just like makes this like like, squinty eye. like Because he didn't like him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And it happens so fast that it's a gif. What? It is so fast. It all (laughs) happens in less than four seconds. Doggy tart. Google it. It's incredible. I just watched it the other day. I can't even remember why. But I watched it about 17 times. It's absurd. And and then does that man now die? No, I don't think so. This is bonkers. (laughs) It's crazy. Bananas. um, I just read Busy Phillips's memoir. Oh. And one of the chapters is about when she lived in Wilmington, North Carolina filming Dawson's Creek which is also where One Tree Hill filmed and was there at the same time. Uh And at one point she mentions that, like, Chad Michael Murray was kind of a douche just because he was, like, the star of a UPN show and he knew and everybody loved him. And he, like, Hilary Duff and Lindsay Lohan fought over him one time. Anyway, that was his whole thing. But then one night in a bar, uh, Busy Phillips fell like she tripped and, and a dog ate her, her. dog <laughs> ate her heart uh she tripped and dislocated her knee because she had done it before and so she re-dislocated yeah. it and chad michael murray was there went with her to the hospital and like held her hand all night See, so i was like he can be oh. nice okay yeah. so she was like chad michael murray who i always thought was a jerk like stayed with me because she was so drunk that they had to wait for her to sober up enough before they could, like, what's the word? Relocate her yeah. knee? Yeah. Well, I'd want to do it before I sober. I know. I think because then they couldn't give her pain meds oh. until she was sober. Because as soon as they pull your knee back, they have to give you a ton of morphine. Got and it. she was too drunk. 
So you stayed with her and like held her hand for well, hours. So, okay, then listen, I want to go back in time for a sec. Okay, to when we were watching this movie, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, "Good work on that." <laughs> um, while we were watching the movie, and I was like, "Man, Chad Michael Murray, I love him." And Janet's response was, "Really?" Uh. <laughs> I was like, "I'm not allowed to love him." No, he's just. Classically known as such a douche. Yeah, he is. No. And then you whip out this story where well, he's I'm in the, lovely. I'm nice, on his journey. He's going to have some <laughs> nice stories about him. I think there was a lot that went on with him and Sophia Bush because they got married. Yeah. And then I think he might have cheated on her. I don't they know, though. It could have been they both. Less than a year. Yeah. Like, and then they had to work together. <laughs> And they wouldn't do scenes together. It was awkward on that set. Yeah, I, I know they were nothing for like about anybody. Maybe a few months. Also, I don't think I know who Sophia Bush is. She this, was on One Tree Hill. This is okay. a One Tree Hill podcast, right? Sorry, sorry. <laughs> this is the lost. Chad Michael Murray fan I'm club. Very podcast. lost. <laughs> but and then he was part of the whole social scene with like Paris Hilton, Lindsay Lohan, all those Ew, people. That's rough. And there was lots of gross stuff. But what I'm saying is, I think he's like found this new life as just a kicky hallmark. hallmark hero and i'm like okay i can all right yeah i'm here for it you're very fun yeah Good you're work, all Chad. torso and blue eyes <laughs> all <laughs> torso and blue eyes way to go way to go he's got a little wink in him that yep i loved that wink <laughs> it's literally written down as my hall of fame he is flirting up a storm in this movie which yeah. I think is one of the, it's great that then he has this close relationship with his brothers that's there because otherwise he would just be like flirting nonstop for four days. Yeah, but you get to see him be <laughs> you get to see playful be a normal in person. other relationships. Yeah. Yeah. I loved They're when, just two old sweet people. That's <laughs> just right. two old sweets. <laughs> when they were in Colorado trying to pick up the first brother, Danny. Um, and they Derek. took place in the worst Christmas activity Hallmark has ever presented us with. <laughs> I, they're obviously scraping the bottom of the, the barrel. Snowball Man Relay Race, <laughs> which is nonsense. It's like they made it up on the fly. Yeah. Like somebody was like, "Name a Christmas game, go!" And somebody was, and you had ten seconds, and then they had to do it. It's like they had. Five days to shoot something, and they were like just <laughs> traveling random places and filming stuff on the spot. I feel like that's true. I feel like the best one we've seen though was actually one that you were here for, where they did the, um, they made the sleds that were like parade floats. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, that was much made more sense. <laughs> they were insanely well done parade floats. There was about that. the thing about this one is that. There was really no stipulation of like, all right, the snowman needs to be this tall or it needs to be this size. So I felt like anyone could just make a really mini snowman and be like, all right, I'm done. And then they'd give you the carrot, you'd put it on, (laughs) and then you have to take it apart and then bring it to the other other side. So teams of three people have to make a snowman. Once it's complete and the judge approves that it's complete, they give you a carrot and then you have to disassemble the snowman and roll it one ball at a time to like 15 feet away and reassemble it. And then that, whoever does it first is the winner. Right. <laughs> so weird. 
Um, and they're talking the whole time, and you're like, there's no possible way they can win. And then at the end, they put it together, and they're like, yeah! And we're like, really? How could they have won? And then you pull back and realize they haven't. They have not. They are the last people, <laughs> and everyone else's snowman is, is double the size. Yeah. And more, pro- oh, it was so funny. Yeah, it was a really great reveal, yeah. where you're like, please, Hallmark, come on. I mean, there was so- one moment earlier on where, like... When they're like, okay, go. And Danny and Maggie are like, you do it like this. No, you do it like this. Mm-hmm. And then, or no. Yeah, yeah, Danny and Maggie. And then who's Derek? Derek comes over with like a completed lower, lowest snowball. Oh. And they're like, how did you do that? And he's like, I just did it instead of arguing about it. And you're mm-hmm. like, yes, you are doing a horrible job at this game. <laughs> but then at one point, um, this is what I was, uh, what I wanted to bring up was then, Derek says something about, like, oh, well, I'm because I'm not trying to impress a girl. And Danny's like, what? What do you mean? I'm not trying to impress a girl. And he's like, really? Because your hair looks good and you're wearing cologne. Oh, that was, was like, such good brother banter. Mm-hmm. I was like, also, your hair does look good. And I can smell the cologne <laughs> through this TV. <laughs> Welcome back to I Thirsty you- Hallmark Podcast. <laughs> Oh my. Listen, welcome to the Chad Michael Murray podcast. <laughs> and we liked the last guy, too. Oh, yeah. Who was so it? far? We're on a roll. So far, we're on a roll. Who Don't was in the last one? Last one. Anyone well known? He's, he's the dude from Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. He oh, played okay. the Greek man. <laughs> boy. Dare I say Greek boy. boy. Costas. Who falls in love with Alexis Bledel. <laughs> and I feel like I know that you haven't seen that movie, because I would have been the one to force you to see it, and I didn't, so... Yeah, I haven't seen that one. <laughs> and there you go. Check it out, I guess. Um, one of these guys. No. Another terrible. cute Chad moment is <laughs> when, when they finally get to Vermont, and they're <laughs> uh, decorating the Christmas tree. This is not funny. Oh no, this is way too much build up. They're decorating the Christmas tree. Julia has brought out like the ornaments from when they were kids. And Chad Michael Murray holds up this very average looking like snowman ornament. He's like, I made that. Mm." (laughs) So proud. I missed this moment. That was real cute. It was cute. Darn. That's what did that's it. That's what I needed. But that's just another, like, he's just flirting nonstop. 100% flirting all the time. But also it just felt like it was him. Like, yeah. he is playful, so it didn't feel like smarmy flirty. Yeah. But just like, yeah. I'm fun. Now, before we get to Vermont, <clears throat> what I really love is when they go to her home. And yes. first of all, when she wake up, wakes up in her car. <laughs> and because also later she says, I haven't had a moment of quiet. Well, that time in the car, was she was chance. zonked out, so she did have a whole, she whole time of quiet. It's true. Um, but, oh, that was just amazing when they did the white elephant. <laughs> but it was weird, though. So she doesn't know. She's fallen asleep, so they just show up at her house to see her family. Yeah. yeah. They get out of the car. They leave her. They don't even wake her up at their, <laughs> at their house. 
her to see her family. Yeah. And then and her family's not like, maybe we should go get her from the car. Yeah, <laughs> they all just let her, let her sleep. They haven't noticed her yet. And then they, there's like this weird moment between her and Chad Michael because they aren't like fully on the same page yet. Where she's like, you, w- you wouldn't have asked me? He's like, you didn't ask me before we saw my brother. So it's like, you seeing your family on Christmas is now a weird payback. As opposed to, like, the gift that it yeah. is. It, yeah. It, I would, it is a little weird, though. Like, if, if somebody drove me to my parents' house in my sleep, as much as I... <laughs> but she knew they were going to Nebraska. Yeah. So wouldn't she and have been like, weird, hey, yeah. can we just stop at my parents' yes, house? Yes. Like, absolutely she got, should have. Uh, when, they were, when they were leaving Colorado, there's a snow storm coming. And so they're like, we're not going to be able to fly. We're going to have to drive east to beat the get past the storm and they're like we'll I have to drive all night and they're like okay but it's like yeah she knows that her house right. is six hours due east of course they're gonna go there yeah but she had apparently she had mentioned the name of her hometown and Hitchings. so they they just drove there and then found her house somehow I mean it's, you know found don't know. Books. But they, oh my <laughs> they, God. they called the PA. They are very into paper and not internet. <laughs> yeah. So they would have found a phone book. They found a phone book at a phone booth. <laughs> it was, that was great. But you're right. So and then they, they do, had to buy a map at like a AAA. <laughs> so they, they do this white elephant gift exchange that her oh family God, is known amazing. for. <laughs> and they build it up when you walk in. Like, it's the best white elephant. And we were skeptical. I've never seen one that has a literal white elephant, actually. No, a white elephant that people sign when they get it and then bring it back the next year and wrap it up. That's I've cute. never seen that. I, I actually was in an office white elephant for several years where there was a where white elephant. Where they do that. Okay. Okay. But, yeah. Well, um, and I thought they all might wrap things a little differently, to because then you feel like in any box could be the white elephant. Yeah. But that iPad gift. What's just in an iPad box? That? They gave an iPad! <laughs> and, like, an Apple watch. And an Apple watch! And then, like, a $10 skateboard. Yeah. I don't think that was $10. I think it was, like, you don't even but think it was $10. But it's a pretty $10. basic skateboard. A very basic skateboard. I think skateboards are more expensive. No, there are, like, one. very expensive skateboards. Oh, but that this was This one cheap. was, like... Also, a skateboard is not universally appealing. Like, an sure. iPad, an Apple watch, like, pretty much anybody would want... Like, could use that. But, like, there are elderly people there. <laughs> well, the what, tricky thing with white elephants is sometimes you want to play it and be the one that people want to get. And sometimes you want to be the joke gift that people get stuck with. So yeah. I feel like yeah. there weren't a lot of joke gifts in this <clears throat> family. No. No one's like... But she also had that drawer of gifts for anyone who had forgotten one. So she <laughs> sets the tone. Says. She sets the tone, like... There's like a chia pad or there's a manicure yeah, set. Which is a typical so type of thing. So you think that's what it's going to be. And then when the iPad came out and the Apple Watch, it was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it seemed like the little girl was the one who ended up getting the skateboard because they show her like try it out. And yeah. she seemed happy with it. She, she was, was pretty so young. So she I think decided. she didn't know what an um, iPad was. I was yeah. like, I call BS. My, yeah. if there's an iPad, like, within 100 yards, my nieces and nephews can sniff yeah. it out. Yeah, and that 10-year-old like, there's an iPad. There's an iPad somewhere. Mad. So there's no way she's not getting that iPad. Here's the other thing I call BS on. Do you remember why she went to work for this woman? Be 
Oh, because when she was in college, she couldn't go home for Christmas and she watched her Christmas special. Do you remember why she couldn't go home for Christmas? No. Is it a storm? No, because her parents couldn't afford it. Uh, They're like, there were two girls in college at the time. And mm. also, I'm looking at their gorgeous <laughs> home. I'm looking well at off. these appetizers of bacon wrapped dates. Yeah. And I'm looking at like the, the iPads at the white elephant gift. And I was like, what? This they really simply could have just like toned down their those, white elephant right. gifts. Those two, and even a whole drawer of extra gifts for people. These two parents wanted to go on a cruise. Yeah, they're like, sorry. And told girl, their daughters, like, sweet. we can't. Oh, it's real sorry. Tough. Have fun in the dorm. <laughs> Watching Julia White's Christmas special. Why are these parents always doing secret things? Like, remember the parents with the bookshop that, like, wasn't real? Like, yeah. they were, like... With yeah. the Rachel Lee Cook. They, like, out of the blue, they're like, oh, the, we're going under with the bookshop, and it has to go out of business. But they've been running, and they have this beautiful house, too. Oh, yeah. So, well, yeah, finances. Yeah. Like, everyone's well off, but, but they're not. Nothing's liquid. Yeah. Yeah, they all have all their money is in iPads. <laughs> they spit it all in that gift drawer. Right. And drawers full of iPads. Maybe like none of them like of we questions. think like, oh, they must own this like great house. Maybe none of them own this house that we keep seeing and then they're okay. just spending all their money on their decor. Maybe the sister married money. So they Ooh. turned it all around. Huh? Maybe. That's possible. Maybe. And or maybe they inherited years. Maggie's some. about to marry money, so they keep going up. <laughs> Have they ever had a poor character where, like... Like, realistically yes. poor? They have. Like, realistically poor, or is it, like... Okay. I see them more in their older... In their older Hallmark films. I feel like the newer Hallmark films... Got it. ...are okay. really pushing towards the McMansion crowd. Yeah. Got it, yeah. And You're just fine. the coat budget. Like, yeah, they got nice coats. Everybody has seven winter coats. Yeah. yeah. Chad had that like they a nice never button up. Never yeah. button up. And the, the guy told never Chad. Never their scarves. Music man guy told yeah. Chad his coat wasn't warm enough. But none of their coats were the, like, those yeah. coats, uh, the pea coats or whatever it was, they look nice, but they are not warm. Like, no. you don't wear those around a Chicago no. winter on like a really cold no. day. Yeah. We know cold. Yes. You put on, like, a puffy coat. <laughs> right. You puff it. Puff. Anyway. Daddy. Yeah. <sighs> what else yeah, do you need hats. You need hats and gloves. Um, so then, <clears throat> just, just, to, just to throw a cherry on top, we get to the third brother, David, who lives in Newport, Connecticut. With his partner. With his partner. And they Maybe. run... Maybe. <laughs> An animal shelter, and there are just cute animals everywhere. And then at one point, Bradley, I think is his name, walks into the scene with a literal basket of kittens. Yep, and Janet lost her mind. (laughs) You did love those. They were so little. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I couldn't. And then so many points, anytime any of those characters were on screen, they were just randomly holding a kitten. I was like, I love this movie. Yeah, they really gave us a lot. They gave us a lot. They of checked a lot of content. Hallmark boxes. Kitten <laughs> content. Like, more of this, please. Um, yeah, I think that our website should be kittencontent.com. <laughs> they should have thrown in some puppies. 
They did. They had like a basket of puppies they alongside. Had a, oh, I see. Just to get both. Yeah, they had both more dogs. People, they had know. grown up the puppies. But I mean, then, they were cute kittens. I'm not gonna bash. And they were cute dogs. They were, but I would have liked a basket of puppies. Yeah, they weren't any puppies. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so mean about every decision that this director made. Or the writer. Or whoever decides on the basket of puppies. The animal coordinator. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. They do have to, like, probably pay to have animals on set. Then they have to have a a consultant who's watching, making sure the animals aren't harmed. Yeah, for the dogs and the kittens. Yeah, so. Oh, my gosh. When they bring back the kitten. Oh, oh man. Oh, yeah. When Bradley's watching on the TV. Mm hmm. Because he's home alone on Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. but at least he's got that little kitten. <laughs> yep. Okay, so they get to Vermont in time for Gosh, the Christmas tree lighting, which we all thought was going to be in the <laughs> town center. Yeah, or at least outside. <laughs> Turned out to be the just the personal tree in a that they plugged room. in for the first time on December 23rd. <laughs> Seems a little weird. And they but, kept talking okay. about the whole movie. They're like, make sure you get here before the cr- tree lighting tomorrow. The tree lighting. It's just people in a living room. Yep. And all the ladies are drinking orange juice and all the men are drinking brandy. No, it could be spiked orange yeah, juice. Yeah, it could be right? wassail. Okay. Sure looked like orange juice. Which is a thing that my mom likes, and I don't think anybody else likes. Um, I enjoy wassail, but it usually doesn't look like orange juice when I have it. But it usually looks like mulled wine. Mm. So, um, yeah, they get to Vermont, and it's like, oh, the special's tomorrow. We've been rehearsing it. Again, everybody's just very chill. So chill. About this live hour of television. The day of the special, Julia... I thought it was going to be more than an hour. I thought it was going to be like an all-day event. Oh. Because she's cooking a goose. <laughs> and they hadn't practiced. Right. You know what was an all-day event, to go way back? Was their <clears throat> office Christmas party. Oh, yeah. At the very beginning scene, uh-huh. there was like the office Christmas party was happening, and the woman who was there, who's an outsider, who never really understood who she was, like Maggie was like, "Well, stick around. This is going on all day." I was like, "What? All day?" There was like a full catered meal. Yeah, because then like Maggie like went back to work, but then when it was time for lunch, she walked out to this like insane buffet. Yeah, it's like it's like so. It's just uh, you can optionally party all day, but you might work <laughs> like that's. Uh, that's a very stressful work environment. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Yeah, that's a that's a work environment where people will feel like they have to be working and they won't actually stop. It's like a secret test. Yeah. But then they'll also like be told like, "Oh, you're not really bonding with the rest of the staff and enjoying like the party." And then they'll be like, "But your work isn't done either." And these that's probably how they get rid of the people they don't want <laughs> on the staff. Because there's one person who's just in the common room all day long, just like yep. drinking and eating cookies. Get them out of here. And they're like, they're like, I was we trapped him. I was told this party went all day. Yeah. I mean, That's he's what I'm just doing. No, by Bob. the calendar invite. <laughs> yes. Um, I mean, we need to talk. We need to talk about this live special. Right. So they start it. There's like some. There's like a. 
little kiss before. Oh, the reason they had to do that Christmas tree lighting. Hold on, I'm sorry, but here's why. Because they had to have the short out. <clears throat> yeah. And foreshadow that, like, hey, there's something faulty yeah. with this wiring. And we're going to need generators and right. all of that. Which, I feel like generators should have already been a part of that. The right. That She's she, not that good the at her fact job. That she She's... thought about that the night before is not great for her. No. Yeah. No, she's, she's for not any as of them. good. She's not as good she's as we're not. There's so many people who should have caught that. Yes, and it's not all on her. Or maybe, I don't know, she should have been there the whole week. Yeah. Here's that's, the deal. That's a good People point. in Hallmark movies are not great at their jobs. They're <laughs> really not. Even when you're explicitly told over and over again that they are great at their jobs. Don't believe it for a second. But you, you would think since all of these people that are actually working on making this movie work in, like, television and film, so they'd be able to say, like, hey, you're actually getting this wrong. Like, yeah, but because... they didn't write it, so they're probably going, ugh, she's so bad at her job! <laughs> yeah. Like, it's killing them more than it's killing us. That's true. Because then the next day, on Christmas Eve, uh, well, they just cut to her being like, and that was our live Christmas special, thanks for joining us, and we all thought that, like, we they had just it. not watched... Not tape, but they were like, okay, that was our last rehearsal. Great job. But then they're like, we're going live in three minutes. It's like, yeah. what is the point of having a last rehearsal if you then have no time to address any problems <laughs> between right, no the end of the rehearsal and going live three minutes later? It was, I felt like it was 30 seconds and she didn't get to go to the bathroom. Like there was nothing. There was like Do you think no it's a final one hour live on, like, special? Hair and makeup. She, I would assume so. One hour. I feel like maybe they said that at one point, but I don't know. I was under the impression it was all day long. So, so <laughs> and I was like, oh, this yeah. would be stressful. But, but then as soon so they finished the rehearsal and they're like, great, we're going live in three minutes, and then the power goes out, and then right. cool as a cucumber. Maggie's like, wait for it. And then 10 seconds later, the generators kick on. She's like, and the generators are working and everything's fine. But everything's not fine because the computers crashed and they lost all their pre-tapes. Which she had a thumb drive that she had given her. And she loves live TV. She loves the excitement of live TV, guys. Yeah, I don't think she's in the right field. I think <laughs> she loves it because she is not appropriately <laughs> tuned in to what needs to be done. Because then during... So it starts, the teleprompter's not up, so Julia's winging it, but she's doing a great job. And then she was like... Because the segments aren't loading, she decides to go get the thumb drive from her guest house. But a she's random like, background scene. She's like, "I'll be, I'll be back." And Chad is like, "Where are you going?" She's like, "Trust me." I'm like, "No, we you're the bo- executive producer." We like, both were like, "That is not an answer." <laughs> Trust me is not an answer in this moment. Not the only time that she runs out of the live taping and says, "Trust me." It's like, again, you have have somebody on your staff go get the thumb drive that is sitting out on your night table. Yeah, that's real easy to tell someone. Um, but, again, she had to go because then once she was outside, she saw that the two other brothers had showed up. Right. I think that what we're saying is when we sit down with her at her yearly review, <laughs> being able to <laughs> right. delegate and prioritize are going to be top 
of the list for how she can improve. Um, but we really like the passion she brings. I mean, <laughs> but if I if I were on that crew, yeah, during a live taping, and my boss just kept like running out. Right. And then she runs back in, gives Chad Michael Murray the thumb drive, and it's like, do these segments instead. And they're like the casual segments he'd put together just for her. And then they make out for the first time. Yeah, that was a weird time to do a kiss. During the live taping in front of his mother. In front of his mother. Brian, it was in front of his mother. His mother, her boss. Like, first of all, if you're gonna, if those two people are going to date, they need to have a very serious conversation about when and how they tell his mom her boss. <laughs> right. And this isn't the way to do it while that woman is staring at them with live cameras on her. That was rude. Because then she takes like a spatula and like bangs it against yes. the pot to get, like ding, ding, ding. And I, was, I would have been like, you are fired. Goodbye. I'm talking to my son. You're no longer my son. You, you're fired. You're no longer my son. You no longer work for me. It was, yeah, it was real inappropriate. Yeah. Remember how Maggie, when she found out Chad Michael Murray wouldn't be working on the oh show the next Christmas... And how like that was appalling. Next like, why is this his fault that he has that he has yeah. some life? I'm so glad you brought us back. This was a weird moment, and I think all of us agree that the the emotion of it was unwarranted. Yeah. <laughs> to find out that in a year's time <laughs> he will no longer be working on this one-off project <laughs> seems completely reasonable yeah. to the rest of us in the room. Also, you've known him for one week. Yeah. Less than five, five days. And yeah. when he showed up, he was introduced as like, oh, I asked my son to come back and help with the Christmas special because he produced it a few years ago. Right. It was never, my son is now a co-producer on the show. And never. Be, he's like going back to his real job. None of us were under the assumption that she put herself under within those five days of... Oh, we're now a team permanently working yeah. on this show. Yeah, do they? Because never- also, again, if you're falling in love with your boss's son, you don't want to keep working with him, yeah. right? You yeah. want that to end so that you can just be boy girl. Totally. Agree. Also, don't you don't you think? Aren't there scenes we don't see where they might talk to each other and say like, "Oh, what are your plans coming yeah, up in the were, next month?" They were literally just. Drove across the country together. They didn't talk about it. They any. never sleeping the whole time. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they were never like, so you're a nature documentarian. What's that like? What's on the yeah. docket? Yeah, we're missing some and pieces. They had, and they didn't say in it, like she didn't say to him, like, from here on out, you're spending every Christmas with me. Yeah. Yeah, was there should thing. Been... It was like, next year, we're going to do this. And he was like, well, and Julia was like, well, I mean, he won't be here. And she would, it's like, of course not. You might not even be here. Your sister might not even be. It's a year from now. A year. A year. Like, is she that dedicated to Julia Wise that she would just never leave that job? What if if Martha Stewart has a better offer or something? And she's like, hey, I'm going to pay you more money. Smash live television special. (laughs) She's going to get scooped up. Yeah, that was 
a very bananas interaction where she had way bigger expectations. Yeah. But in the middle of it, she does have a line that I did like, which is, um, people tell me that I'm independent. I like that about myself. But I also like you. That seemed like a real healthy statement, Hallmark. Yeah. It does. Everything surrounding it was not healthy. But that island oasis (laughs) of sanity was great. Yeah. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Good work. <laughs> the one line. Good work. <laughs> um, so she goes to get a thumb drive. While she's there, she runs into the two brothers who have decided to come over Christmas, <laughs> resulting in <laughs> the best moment. It's on our Instagram story. Oh, <laughs> wow. So the, the two brothers who had previously decided not to come home for Christmas then did. They show up in a one-horse open sleigh. <laughs> Like you do. <laughs> you do. And she was like, hi, guys. And then David, the the animal yeah. guy, um, was like, I'm freezing. I can't feel my face. I can't feel my feet. And he's like, but then I got in this one horse open sleigh, drove to the farm, and now I'm pumped. And <laughs> I feel like George <laughs> Bailey. And it's a wonderful life. Hello, you old farmhouse. <laughs> they loved this moment. <laughs> Uh, Merry you, Christmas, you old farmhouse! You guys could not stop oh. laughing. Well, and because it's not a dynamite quote, it's supposed to be like Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, movie house. He doesn't say you old movie house. Well, he does say Merry Christmas, you old building and loan. Uh, yeah. So, so is it still funny, Elena? It is. <laughs> oh, okay, that's no, just it's making. It's not sure. as funny. Merry Christmas, you old farmhouse. Okay. <laughs> Just loved it. Oh, it's it's really. If only he'd been holding a kitten. Oh, <laughs> and his boyfriend so had come along. Did you too. not like this? Overall, did I not like the movie? No, this moment, Brian. Oh, I didn't like it as much as you guys. Definitely not. Are you? I mean, do you like It's a Wonderful Life? See, I've never seen it all. Oh. I know the scene you're talking about where he's running okay. down the street and he's like, Merry Christmas, and does <laughs> that whole thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. So I don't, uh, I've seen like all parts of it, I think just scattered in moments and never watched it directly through. I mean, I don't well, even really like that movie that much. But it's real fun. <laughs> I thought the most, oh man. Christmas, yo, farmhouse. Yeah. That's real fun. You gotta watch. I gotta get this episode up fast enough so that it'll still be on our Instagram stories. <laughs> You've got 24 hours. <laughs> ah! Do you think it'll be a line people are quoting for years to come? <laughs> uh, me and Janet? Def. I mean, <laughs> definitely. if I ever see Chad Michael Murray on the street, I'm definitely yelling, Merry Christmas, you old farmhouse. <laughs> and saying, or what have you? Okay. Merry Christmas, you old farmhouse. And he's like, that's not my character. It's not like, even my. What? <laughs> he wasn't even in that scene. Though, no, right? no, he was. So he may not. He wasn't even there on the set when they were laughing about it. Nope. You know? No, so that's sad. He was Chad inside, will... and again, she had abandoned the show, and so then she runs back in again, and yeah, is like, weird. "Trust me, go outside and see your brothers." And then she has the brothers interrupt the live show to surprise their mom. 
There was just a lot. She played real fast and loose. Real fast and loose. Yeah. It and all worked it out. It all worked out for they her. They loved her for it. I, and at the end, she's suddenly now in the Christmas special with no explanation to the viewing audience. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, singing. all of a sudden, singing. she's singing with the family with no explanation who she is. Yeah, that's not normal that they would be like, oh, hey, uh, executive producer, why don't you go get them? Well, and she, they didn't know what asked her. She I'm just not sure in. she's on camera. No, I think she was. Because Dave. Derek and she were in the other room, and the camera is still on the mom in the kitchen. But then does the camera follows the mom I don't think so, because I assume that it did, but then there's never any point where they're like, okay, Merry Christmas, goodbye. Like, Julia says in in the kitchen, she's like, and that's our show, like, go Mm -hmm. have fun with your family. I think then it's over. And... It's shocking that they're never like, to sit down and, and it's a wrap. Con- yeah. Like, good job, everybody. We did a live show. <laughs> they all just kind of casually sit down to eat. <laughs> yes. I'm not, I don't, it's unclear when the show ended or if it is still going on. <laughs> kind of like our podcast. <laughs> this is a long <laughs> Is this still recording? Yes. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. Um, but we, we should, uh, <laughs> wrap it up. We should wrap it up. Halls of fame. Halls of shame. Uh, so I would say for the, uh, hall of fame, it would definitely be that celebrity host who got sick with the sniffles, <laughs> who just couldn't be on the pro, like, how professional of a celebrity host was she? Like, she was able to be there, she looked nice, and I feel like she could have just delivered a quick line, they could have oh, yeah. shot it, and been like, alright, I'm out. But she sneezed twice, so she couldn't possibly she do the show. Was, like, I, I think anyone calling in sick to work has acted more sick than that actress did in that moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she showed up at the Christmas tree farm to tell them that she was very sick. She flew yeah. all the way there. She down, flew which, there from L.A. No, oh, like, she was from uh, L.A. came right. on so suddenly. I mean, wouldn't she have just been a trooper? She absolutely would have. Anyway, it's sad that that happened because yeah, that would have changed the whole movie. That's your Hall of Fame. That, that is. Because it was just fun. It was real fun. I wrote down several Hall of Fames because I love this movie. Um, most of them have come up already, so I'm going to go with Chad Michael Murray's backpack. Okay. I, I like it. Very nice. Oh, yeah, for sure. Very nice black leather backpack. Totally agree. Very into it. All right. All right. Um, I had written down the wink. I love, I love a good wink. <laughs> that could have been the name of the movie. I love a good wink. The wink. The wink. Yeah, I'm the into wink. wink. Starring Jack um, Michael Murray. That's all I need to know. <laughs> I would, I would take that. <laughs> Watch it again later. <laughs> yep. Um, right. but there were so many moments that were just really fun. Yeah, I wrote down when they lost the snowman relay. Yeah. I wrote down two old sweet um, people. Basket of kittens. Uh, I wrote down the sister. I forget why. I also think I'm actually I'm gonna rule out my wink and say oh. the diversity in this one. I think yeah. having that many speaking roles, um, and then also immediately passing the Bechdel test, and having what I think can be named <laughs> our first LGBTQ couple. 
<laughs> Though it's not explicit, and I know it's we want explicit. more. Yeah. But it's a step there. It's a it's baby a, step. It's a baby step. It might be. <sighs> I know it's not enough. Everybody that I have seen talk about it has seemed to be under the understanding that it was a couple. But yeah. Yeah, I I think I probably would have suspected possibly, but I mean, they could just be two... I don't know. Two guys from a rescue shelter that spend the holidays (laughs) together. But like, yeah, he wasn't it's twenty eighteen. It's whatever. <laughs> he wasn't even sad or like like they show him and he's happy. Oh, oh, oh! But anyway, no, I'll get this. Will be in my next thing. It's so. your shame. Well, it's okay. your, Go ahead. Oh uh, well, I think they really missed a moment here, and if I missed it, okay, let me know. We probably will. But remember who they gave the train ticket to? That couple. Yeah. So I really was hoping at the end they'd be watching the special and there'd be a baby. Yeah. Yes. But they didn't do it. You are right. That was a missed moment. It was just a quick moment they could have shown, and that would touch watching, everyone's yeah, heart. just watching TV from the hospital. Because there were so many other shots of people around the country watching the yeah. special. Yeah, random Maggie, Maggie's people. family, all of The Christmas Derek's tree co-workers. farm owners. Yeah. Cri- yeah. Oh, I love them. <laughs> I love them so much. They so they fun. missed the mark there. It was an easy one. Maybe they... Meant to shoot it, or they did, right. and like the footage didn't turn out. Because yeah. it probably Cause... would have been like a hospital room. Yeah, they would have been a different set location. Yeah, yeah. They could have just done an up close though. Like, yeah. real... but hey, you know, that's okay. Yeah, they missed it. Yep, they, they did. missed it. Yeah. Shame, Hallmark. Shame. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, my hall of shame is just all of the live show behavior. <laughs> I was that just like, please take this seriously. I shameful again. <laughs> Shame. Yeah, and it was when they uh, the day of the light show, but in the morning, Julia's in the kitchen cooking, and she was like, "Yeah, I'm just nervous. This helps me relax." And Maggie and Danny are like, "What if we all pitched in, help take the edge off?" Cut to there being, conservatively, 15 people in the kitchen all doing different things. I was like, oh, what a nightmare. there's literally too many cooks in the kitchen. <laughs> literally. <laughs> is literally a phrase about a bad thing. <laughs> Nobody wants this moment. <laughs> it's famously bad. Especially the woman whose, like, job it is to do this. Yeah. She wants to be in control of this. I, yeah, that made me really yeah. mad. And, of course, then they're all just, like, casually flirting and talking. I'm like, <clears throat> this doesn't seem, none of you are helping. Anyway. Yeah, it's like summer camp KP duty. Shame. Get Nothing out of my kitchen. Nothing um, And the shame I wrote down is, as much as I loved Chad Michael Murray in this, and you know I did, every once in a while... He Batmaned. Oh my gosh! Every once in a while, he would just start talking like this for no reason. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard that statement. So I didn't. I think you may have like whispered that during the show, but I didn't know what you meant. Yeah, his voice just got real low and intense, and, and he also sort of took on this weird quasi New England uh-huh. accent. Like, in those moments, I, I wish I that. could remember what he was saying. All of a sudden, he's like, there's snow on the ground. 
It's like, whoa, man. What? You, you okay, Chad? What's happening with you? Somebody eat your heart, man? <laughs> Probably. I guess so. <laughs> or his dad's heart. That's, that's actually had, how the father died in squinty. the movie. <laughs> oh, no. Christmas hasn't been the same since the dog ate dad's heart. <laughs> Which is why the one brother then went and worked in an animal shelter. <gasps> to put that animal to down. To train dogs <laughs> not to eat hearts. Yep, oh, that's yeah, it. that's probably that's better. It. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> All right. Well... Brian, thanks so much for being a part of this. Oh, this was lovely. I had a great time. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, and check out Brian's podcast, Might See TV. That is what it's called. <laughs> yeah, check it out. <laughs> and if you do, you'll know that Brian says Must See TV is the name of it on almost every episode yeah, I've I, listened to. <laughs> I sometimes mess up. But, you know, it, it's just been starting out. But I've got like 10 episodes, and I think on episode number 10, I'm finally getting there. Yeah. 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 So we'll see. It's fun. It's fun to listen to people talk about the shows they love. Yeah. Um, and we've sure loved this Hallmark sure movie. Uh, thanks for joining. Yeah. We'll be back soon. We love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>